hello, 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 and welcome to Kylie's Thoughts. The name of this podcast says it all. This podcast is simply a rambling of my thoughts, experiences, and a little bit about life. I'm going to talk about love, hurt, pain, happiness, fitness, health, wellness, your sex life, you name it. I'm probably going to talk about it. Uh, There is no set script. I do have an agenda of some topics that I'd like to hit on. But ultimately, something that I've learned in the last couple years is that hurt people help people heal. So on the personal side, this podcast is kind of like my therapy. And then on the fitness and nutrition side, it couples in with what I do as a personal trainer, and it's going to allow me to provide some education and value to others. Really, it's just me talking to my phone and having some fun with it. So if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. If you don't, uh, don't listen. Okay, thanks. Let's get into today's podcast. Oh, fuck. Now there's a car in front of me. Yes, there's a car in front of me. Don't you dare hit well, it. Well, I'm backing up. Oh. <laughs> Hello, fam. Welcome to the podcast. I have stopped keeping track of what fucking podcast number we're on, but welcome. If you didn't hear, we have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Hello. My name is Nick. <laughs> Would you like to say what problem you have? <laughs> um, I apparently am a sarcastic asshole. <laughs> I can't say cuss words on here, can I? Why can't you? I don't know. Yeah, it's my podcast. We, it is not, this podcast is not made for children in case you did not know. (laughs) Um, guys, so Nick and I are both about to fly out of Texas tomorrow. He's going back to work up in Alaska. I am going on vacation to San Diego. So right now we are on our way to Dallas to kind of get our trips started uh, Nick just came back from a two-week kind of rotation, so well, <laughs> was, not a rotation. was su- supposed to be. We'll get more in depth, but he was home for two weeks, and we've just had some really, really great conversations. So, to give a little background, Nick and I went to high school together. Um, both did strength training and grew up the right way in a small town. Have good values. He moved out here to Texas October, uh, November. In November. Yeah. Okay. Uh, stayed with my ex and I, decided he wanted to do the thing, move out here, so he did it. And then crazy change of events, I moved in with him a couple months ago. So it's been really nice, actually, to have someone from back home. As you guys already know, I move around a lot. I don't ever know where I want to be or how long I'm going to be there. So it's been really nice to have a familiar face. And over the last couple weeks, Nick and I have just been shooting the shit about anything and everything. So we thought it'd be fun to do kind of a podcast together. And I'm just gonna random fire at some questions. I gave him no insight <laughs> to what we were gonna talk about beforehand. Um, you know, honestly, before you get to the questions, I was very well on introducing the whole scenario <laughs> of what's going on in our lives. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm pretty good at talking out loud. Yeah. And then I put someone in front of me that like I think is cute and I get really nervous, but it's fine. I can That's good to know I'm ugly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Obviously, I give the introduction on kind of like how we are linked up, but Nick, introduce yourself to the podcast. What should the people know about you? What's important? Uh, well, she already hit the dot on. We grew up in Colville and went to high school together and stuff. Um, I moved around myself a lot. I'm from Alaska originally, and I work in Alaska now. Uh, but um, we also ended up being in California at the same time. Oh, that's right. I missed uh, that. Yeah, I was in the Marines at the time, and she was married to a Marine. And then 
I've lived in, uh, what states have I lived in? Alaska, Washington, Kentucky. California, Kentucky, Texas. Yeah. So I've moved, around, I've moved around a lot, too. Now, did you, when you did your schooling for your job, were you somewhere else other than Kentucky? Uh, yeah, so my schooling was only seven weeks, uh, but I got my uh, crane certification, my riggers, and signalman certification, and my CDO. So I'm a triple CEO certified for the crane operations. So walk us through in layman terms <laughs> what you do and where you work. As simple as I can. Yes. Uh, so my job is uh, I'm a crane operator in the oil field for well support. So I work on the well trees, uh, work around the well houses a lot, uh, dealing with pressures, gauges, uh, hard line, which is uh, a, it's a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of pipe that we put together to connect to the trees, which are the wells, and. Um, we have to do pressure tests and it's like a prepping for the okay. actual drill rig. I'm so sorry. I have to interrupt you. Remember yeah. that movie that I said I freaking loved all about the drill rig? Yeah. Everything you're saying right now reminds me so much of that movie and like I'm sitting here wanting to watch it again and I might have to download it while I'm in the airport. Lily, you're freaking me out. <laughs> also, we have Lily with us and she like doesn't know where she wants to ever sit. Jesus. So get on his up. Go. 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 Go sit. All right. All right. So, anyways, back to what is that movie called? Um, uh, Deep Water. Yes. Horizon. If you've not watched that movie, highly recommend. A lot of what he's saying will probably make a little more sense, but also a very well done movie. It's got Mark and Mark in there. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Continue. So. Um, I don't know what else you need to know about me. Did you tell him where it was? I missed. I work in that. Alaska, so I'm like I'm at the top of Alaska. So if you don't know where Alaska is, it's not an island. <laughs> it is connected to Canada. I did not know this for a very long time. That also hurts my feelings. <laughs> um, that hurts my brain. I'm a feelings. Um, so I'm technically in the Arctic Circle. Uh, so it gets pretty cold up there. And it also gets warm in the summer that people are shocked about. But it does get warm. It gets like... Uh, last last year was 70 degrees up there. Okay, not so, bad. Yeah, it gets warm. That's a lot warmer than I would anticipate. Yeah, high humidity. Okay. Yeah. Would you say the humidity is similar to down here in Texas or I think different? We get like 68 okay. or something like that. Okay. So when you do these work stints, it can vary. Sometimes you're up there for two weeks, three weeks. Sometimes you're up there for six weeks. Yeah. Um, on average, let's say you work a, a three week cycle. How does that affect your personal life? Uh, it affects the so it affects my personal life. Uh, when I did three weeks uh, rotations, I would be gone. It's weird to say, but you're missing a month of time at a time. So I miss birthdays, I miss holidays, I miss uh, reunions, I miss funerals. Uh, it it does put a damper on things. Yeah. Um, it definitely also gives a lot of opportunity. So like you can go on vacation easier. Um, you can plan trips. You can plan family get-togethers a little bit better like hey he's only here from this week to this week so why don't we plan something and fly there and we'll all be there together like okay. it's also really nice with like I grew up with my dad working up there for he's been up there for 20 years I think yeah and uh he missed a lot of stuff like he missed a lot of football games which football football is very important to me you know that yeah a lot of people and 
growing up as a kid, community. like that's a big deal. <laughs> so I love that you just brought in that your dad's worked up there for 20 years, but what other family of yours work up there currently or have? Because this is like a, a big thing in your family. Yeah, no, my grandfather worked up there for, I think it was 40 years, oh, maybe 44. Uh, he just retired, I think it was three years ago. Okay. And uh, so my grandfather, my dad, me, my uncle, my brother, we all got up there. Uh, it's a really cool gig. Like, it's definitely retirement worthy, but there's a lot of, you got to understand that they can let you go anytime they want. It, so it's, it's not super secure. It's not super secure, yeah. So unless you put the effort in and show that you're a hard worker and stuff like that, you really have to show the proof that you know what you're doing. You're not you're not you're messing up all the time, you know, and getting yeah. citations and stuff like that. Now, would you say that you appreciate that about the work in the sense that you have to kind of earn your position and, and earn your keep up there? Or is that a turnoff for the position? No, it's definitely nice to understand that if you're a hard worker, you're going to keep your job. Yeah. But even even at that point, it, the bureaucracy up there is so stupid. It's like, I like to call it, it's the, um, it's the civilian version of the military up there. <laughs> like, because there's, you're gone for, so you're gone from family and civilization for whatever period of time. Yeah. So up there, you just run by the rules that are up there. So I can't drive for the most part everywhere. It's 35 miles an hour. <laughs> and we're currently going 72. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's cut this back over 50%. I'd be losing my mind. Yeah, and it's everywhere. I mean, you'll reach spots where you can, not very many, but you have to go like 25. There's a sign for some reason that says seven and a half miles an hour. I think somebody Seven was, and a half. Yeah, I think somebody just wanted to be a jackass. Oh, man. <laughs> well, and so I remember watching kind of what your uncle and you put together, you mentioned it was a lot of hurry up and wait, which also relates heavily to the military. Yeah. Yeah, it does definitely for sure. Um, that kind of mentality can be a detriment because <laughs> uh, there's been hitches where it's hurry up and wait for a week straight. Yeah. And then it's, no, we need to get this done. You're working 22 hour shifts for four days straight. <laughs> and so <laughs> if you're like, wait, 22 hours straight. No, seriously, my, my normal work, a uh, week is averaging 90 hours a week. So I don't have any days off. Hard pass. Hard yeah. pass. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned already uh, that you were enlisted for a little while in the Marine Corps. So, of course, thank you for your service. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it forever. Well, thank you for the support. Of course. What would you say is the number one thing you learned from being enlisted? Number one thing I learned? Yep. Or takeaway? Um... Honestly, it, it was the whole, um, nobody gives a fuck about you. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> a good one. And yeah, <laughs> I think it's also such a deep realization that can yeah. kind of suck. Yeah. No, it's, it's, you're not important. Yeah. You're, you don't matter. You're a number, right? Yeah, you're, you're a name. A number. So like, and it's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's uh it's kind of a, once you get into that mentality, like I'm not anybody important. Neither is anybody else, though. Yeah. So if somebody comes to you and they're like, they know their job really well, don't get me wrong. Like, there's guys out there that know their job way better than me. But if you come in all cocky and they're like, do you know who I am? I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, so you don't. Okay, then why the fuck would I know who you are? Yeah. Like, it, that's the mentality. You have, to, you have to be kind of a hard ass up there. And it's really easy, though, to 
make really good friends. It, you just got to have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> now, would you say that's similar with the military and with what you do now, or just one versus the other? No, it's very similar in okay. my opinion. It's very similar to the military. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like your own separate family away yeah. from everybody. That's yeah. cool, though. Okay, so as far as, like, living in Texas, you and I are, are both kind of recently Texas transplants. Transplants. Uh, I don't. My words, guys, my words are hard lately. Um, how do you like it so far? What do you like? Is it what you expected? I get asked these questions all the time, and I have such a hard time answering it. So I'm curious your side, what you think. Uh, about Texas? Yeah. Well... It's a lot different from anywhere else I've lived. Okay. Um, California, you kind of had a mix of desert and mountains. Mm -hmm. And more like large hills. Yeah, there you go. And then True. you got Kentucky, which is rolling hills everywhere, but it's super humid out. And so it's like 80 degrees feels like 110. Ooh, okay. And so that was a real thing. I, we left, I left a quick side note. I left Kentucky to go visit my family in Washington for a funeral. And it, we left at 80 degrees, and it was 110, and I wasn't sweating to beat. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, there's that, and then uh, Washington, obviously, I love the mountains and the woods. Mm -hmm. So Texas right now is a totally new beast. Very flat, very hot. Um, every any thing you want to do, you have to drive. Apparently, very far to do. Well, okay. <laughs> so yes, but Nick. We currently live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay? Yeah, I now, chose that position. <laughs> now we live in a place on the map that, like, if I scroll a dating app, guys are like, "Dude, where do you live?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you take this highway and you go south." So we're about an hour out of Dallas, yeah. um, and so from Dallas, everything is about 30, 45 minutes. You have Fort Worth metropolitan area. That's awesome. But it just so happens where Nick chose to get an apartment is an hour away <laughs> from where the biggest city is. And that wasn't intentional though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the town we live in, I don't know if you know this, it actually only has 900 people. Yeah. And then the next closest town has about 6,000, which is similar to what we went to high school and grew up in as far as Colville. So yeah. I feel like it's so easy for us to adapt to the smaller town feel, um, just just based off what we had when we were younger. But it is definitely weird when we want to go do things. Like we went to that fitness expo just a couple weekends ago. Yep. It was an hour and a half drive there and back. Like that's a three hour round trip in one day for an event. Like that's a lot. Gotta be a early riser. <laughs> yeah, we really weren't. We kind of just went with the flow. Yeah. Well, to touch the subject of why I chose the middle of nowhere because most people don't understand that. I initially thought I was going to go and try and experience living in a city. And when I visited, <laughs> I wanted to shoot myself. I said no, because <laughs> I'm sure I would end up having to shoot somebody trying to rob me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can say, so I enjoyed living in San Diego. I lived in the outskirts of San Diego in the sense that I wasn't in downtown. I wasn't act. I was in San Diego County. So I bounced around between Oceanside and Escondido and I really enjoyed the vibe. I enjoyed that it was pretty spread out, but everything was also close at the same time where I personally hate Dallas. I do not like driving in it. The drivers are assholes. The roads are Their crazy road system, busy. The road systems just don't make sense. They're so confusing. If you make one wrong turn, 
you're fucked for a good 15 extra minutes, which, again, if you're on a deadline, doesn't help you. I mean, there's like, how many stories have I told you about when I have to roll through Dallas with a 53-foot trailer? Yeah. And have, and have to go through loops, like a 10-mile loop just to make the right turn. Exactly. And so <laughs> I personally did not enjoy Dallas. Now, I don't know if I also enjoy being an hour out of the big city, but it does make life really simple. And and that was kind of nice. Like, I'm in a position right now where it's been nice to just get back to some basics and not have everything right there, but also know that it is not that far. And again... We grew up uh, mostly in Colville, and so Spokane was the next biggest city, and it's about the same distance away. Yeah, what is it, like an hour? Yeah, it's about 60 miles, which is about what the outskirts of Dallas is. So, again, I kind of just feel like I'm, I don't know, back at home in a sense. Definitely. Like, the thing about Texas to me is that I... I make fun of everybody for their crazy driving. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, Texas is all about shooting gun stuff. And on my own opinion, I chose the way out in the middle of nowhere because it just felt better to me. I was more mm -hmm. comfortable with it. Yeah. I didn't realize that there was so much land that was owned in Texas. <laughs> and so you can't just go out mudding or shooting yeah. or any of that. You have to go find owner and you gotta, yeah, you gotta go through this whole process. So like yeah. finding things to do that I like to do is why I'm having difficulties with Texas is because I miss the mountains. When I go on a hike, I don't want to go on a 10 degree incline yeah. for an hour. <laughs> well, so, and I think the other thing too is that people sometimes know states based off what you hear. So when we say we're from Washington, people ask, oh, Washington, D.C.? No, Washington State. Oh, you're from Seattle? No. I'm about as far away from Seattle as you yeah. can get, right? So people ask what they're familiar with or that's how they kind of associate it. I associated Texas with open land, lots of things to do, country living. Well, I moved to the middle of the fucking city in Dallas. A, you don't get that there. And B, like you're saying, if you don't, you know, if you haven't lived here, have friends and family and know where to go, you're still in a brand new place. And it's yeah. hard to navigate, where do I go get that country living and that country feel and like... But it's, like, also, what the heck? it's also very strange to me about how country Texas is, even in the city. Like, you'll get those yeah. city slickers that are country, but you're just, like, you're on that verge of two-city, mm -hmm. not quite country enough. It's and, an interesting Yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, cool. Yeah. It's new. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm satisfied with Texas. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like you said, it's, it's a totally different beast. And I can personally say that I'm not satisfied. A lot of that also may have to do with the fact that, you know, I work from home, so I am not out and about much and that's by choice, yeah. but I just, I, I don't love it. I would absolutely come back and visit. Uh, I don't dislike it. It's just, I don't feel home here. I don't feel right. You, it's I'm like not you, comfy. You get a, <laughs> yeah, like that, that's your, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it, it's good. It's all right. <laughs> I can do it, but I don't really want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is, we're right on the lake, which is super cool. Okay, it is really dope. And I want to go swimming, or I want I go fishing. I go fishing pretty often. Well, I did before I went to work. The weather has sucked. It just sucked this whole time. I was yeah, off. it has not been <laughs> good weather at all. Fucking, you were like in a tornado last night, sitting on the porch. I was passed out asleep. It was no big deal. He's I, like, I just saw it come over us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, the clouds started to spin, and I was like, oh, well, it's not like we can really do anything, so I'm not going to wake her up and scare her. <laughs> <laughs> Which was probably for the better. Yeah. 
That's too funny. Yeah, no, that, I guess it did touch down in one of the towns further. Oh. Yeah, no, it actually touched down over there. Good. Shows how much I pay attention. Sorry, Mom. I'll pay more attention to the weather. Love you. The things you learn. <laughs> I know, the things you learn, seriously. Okay, so let's talk about what you learned. What is one of your, like, biggest just life lessons in general that you've learned in your 24, almost 25 years of life? Don't stop being a hard worker, Ooh, honestly. That's good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, probably a lot of people think like that, but it, it's true. I mean, hard work has gotten me a lot of places and a lot of experience and getting to meet a lot of good people. Because um, yeah. you're not a shit bag. I mean, you know how to work on a truck. You know how to work in a house. You know how to, you know how to fix things. Like being able to say that I don't know, I guess would either be equal to that as mm-hmm. well. Um, there's nothing wrong with saying that I don't know how to do something. That's why I know. I'm like, I'm not professional. You're well versed in a yeah. few things. Yeah, I just want to be professional at my specific job, which is a crane. So yeah. I can do that. But everything else, I want to be well well versed, like you said. Yeah. I I don't know what what is that a good enough answer for that? No, absolutely. And <laughs> I think I think you kind of you hit on two things. One is hardworking and being able to perform well when something is asked of you, being disciplined and and true to the ethic that, you know, people are looking for. But then I think you also hit on just being a well-rounded, capable human being. And I think they both play well together. Yeah. And, you know, those things, they make you have good living or good income anyways. Yeah. uh, Satisfied with things that you have and things that you don't have. And then also you'll realize that your time off is very special and it takes a certain amount of understanding for all of that. Because if you work a lot and let's say my job is very unique, not, I don't know many people that have rotational jobs like I do. Mm -hmm. And so the time off is I bust my ass every day for two weeks straight, six weeks straight. And I get off for only two weeks I want to use that very valuable and I want to do what I want. Yeah. But that's where it also comes in and it affects if I'm in a relationship or uh, if I have family around that I haven't seen in a while, then I have to start not thinking of myself because that takes away from the value of my time home. You have to kind of express to your family, you know, what you need when you come back and like that's rest and recovery, but you also want to show up for them and, yeah. and be present when you're there. And I feel like it's a, it's a balancing act a little bit. Yeah, I definitely, my normal thing I like to do, because uh, I've been I've been doing this for, well, COVID, I had to take a year off because that was terrifying. God bless COVID. But uh, before that, it was two years, and now I'm on going to be on my third year up there. And my normal thing every time I came home was give me two days because I'm in a different time zone. Mm-hmm. I need to recuperate and know where I, like, not be tired all the time. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just reacquaint yourself with, yeah. you know, the uh, schedules of other people. And like you said, when you're working 22-hour days, like, what the fuck is a schedule? You don't have one. You're just, you're doing a, what's that's asked. A, yeah, that's a know? really rare, that's a really rare job day. Like, those are emergencies <laughs> that need to be done immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, like, average is 12 hours uh, pretty much no matter what. Like, that's, nobody works under 12 hours a day. So, anything past that is 
well, obviously anything past eight hours is overtime, but mm-hmm. to us, it's, um, well, look at you, just sleeping like a baby. No. <laughs> Sorry. Miss <laughs> Lily is a very good car rider. Um, however, she is a snuggle bug these last couple weeks, and I... I don't know if she knows you're leaving or what the fuck, but you guys cannot see it, obviously. But she's just laying. Well, she's sitting on his lap and has her head on his chest, just straight chilling. Yeah. Loving her life right now. Do you think I'm leaving you? Oh, yeah, that face. No, she's like, no. (laughs) Well, and she also is just, she's so smart. I feel like so many dogs and animals in general are. But we started packing stuff up, and we both had bags and suitcases and her crate, and she was not having it she was like i'm ready to go uh, i'm sitting at the stairs take me with you yep. <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> don't you love it when you have a dog that's smart like that like they understand yeah you're smart you're real smart you're pretty cute i may talk bad about your dog friend but pretty good she is pretty good she's she's pretty snuggly um all right cool so we've hit on obviously that you were enlisted in the marines what you currently do for work some life lessons What else? Here's what sucks about, I've never had this experience of getting asked as many questions, (laughs) but I always just am terrible at asking questions back. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I feel like you and I just, we, I think, um, do really well at just carrying conversation and, you know, the the little sidebars become fun things to to talk about and to just kind of, I don't know, enjoy. Again, like I said, when we first kind of started the episode, we grew up in the same area, and I think because it was such a small area, we grew up very similarly. We had parents that were very hardworking that instilled in us really good, solid values. And you and I have talked about it a lot, but it's hard to find other people in our age category yeah. that grew up as we did. I yeah. think we grew up more so like generations before us. And so, like, just being able to carry on conversation and, and shared values and things is awesome. Definitely. And I actually, I just thought of a question for you. Ooh, okay. Uh, Nervous. If you don't have one. All of a sudden. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about how we somehow go from Washington to California <laughs> to Texas? I'm pretty sure you're following me around. Dude. But... Hey. Okay. Okay. First, first of all, he says this every time. I know. I... <laughs> Moved to California in August of 2015. I was there first. Yeah. I moved to Texas in July of 2020. I was here first. Um, was here no, first. <laughs> you know, I think so. Again, I don't know how many episodes whoever listens to this now has heard before. If you don't know my story, I moved out of Washington when I was 19. I got married young. He was enlisted in the military, like Nick said, and that took us to California. That's where he was stationed, finishing school, etc. Um, after we divorced, I chose to stay in California because I did really enjoy my time there. I knew I wouldn't be there forever, but being in your early twenties and having a job in fitness, yeah, like it was a perfect spot. And when I moved away early, I had, and still to this day, I have so many people ask me, how do you do it? Like, how do you just up and go? And the answer is, I don't fucking know. I just, I, I make a decision, I do it and I leave. And being away from friends and family is really hard and it has gotten harder as I have continued to develop deeper relationships with people. I love social media. I love engaging with humans. I love talking to others. My job is very hands-on with my clients, but 
I freaking miss friends and family. And so the fact that you hit me up randomly one night and was like, hey, like, what would you think if I came out to like Texas for a couple days and like visited? I'm sitting here thinking he meant like in a couple weeks. I'm like, yeah, sure, come on out. He goes, cool, I'm here. <laughs> when can I see you? And I was like, oh, uh, I mean, you know, let's link up tomorrow. Totally threw me off guard. You decided to move out here, and I just thought it, it was, was so dope. A, it was such a win. It was. Part, for sure. Well, and even, like, when I realized that you were in California, I mean, I don't remember how we first ended up linking up, but we spent a little bit of time together. I think we went out to, like, dinner a couple times, went to the movies, made sure you guys got home safe after a night out drinking. Oh, man, those were... You that was saved us. fucking funny. Oh, my God. I, I wanted know, to kill I'm, you. I don't know how many times you saved my ass. <laughs> I wanted to kill drunk. you. I distinctly remember. So, let's go back to California. <laughs> I used to work at a bakery, okay? overnight and I worked the 12 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift and I really wasn't a partier my husband was deployed I didn't do much and I told Nick I said hey this 4th of July beach bash like I'm not going if you need anything let me know please don't drive drunk now in saying this I had no expectation of this motherfucker waking me up in the middle of the night to say hey can you please, but really loud, can you please come get me <laughs> and my friends? Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it was also so loud and so busy there. So I do, I go to the beach. They, I couldn't get in because oh. they had shut everything down. So they had to well, like run. cops were telling me to get out. Yeah. Anyways, I end up picking them up in a different location. Him and his two or three buddies get them back to the right side of base. They are just trashed. It was, it was a good time. It was really Wait, funny. was that the one where... The staff sergeant was killed. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Outside the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to die. Yeah. I thought right there he was just going to decapitate you or something. Dude, I, don't I, know. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm just glad. It was obviously he didn't know who the hell I was because I didn't have my tag, my you, name tag on me. Yeah, you had nothing. Yeah, it was just we were partying. And yeah, no, that Good was. Good God. He was like walking towards us, like, go, 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 go. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> So, linking up in California was really cool, and I, I think, I don't know about you, but I kind of took it for granted, in the sense that, like, it was nice to see friends, but at that point in time, I was so integrated with working a corporate job, like, I had other friends, I had other things going, and then when you moved out here to Texas, it was such a like breath of fresh air because I realized at this point like I was so far away from friends and family and I really started to miss again people that I that I knew and that knew me more and that I could relate easier to and especially in these trying times where everyone is so fucking divided based off who you voted for or how you feel about COVID it was so refreshing to have someone in my corner that felt very similarly as me. At least can understand if I if you disagree with me, it's not going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, we can we can have appropriate conversations over it. Yeah. Um. And so honestly, like it has been so dope. It's wild, and I I still like. What are the odds? People who were a class apart are going to end up in the same states at the same time, but for completely different reasons. Like that shit doesn't happen. But it's so freaking dope. Yeah. And now I know how to change my oil. I don't know. I, I think it's a good thing to learn. <laughs> now you're learning how to eat nutritiously and hit your fiber. Yeah, my fiber. <laughs> you need that fiber, though. <laughs> like every single meal I cook for Nick, I'm like, hey, this has fiber in it. He's like, cool. Really? So my poop will be great. Thanks. <laughs> Man, um, yeah, I don't know how many times you had to tell me that I'm fiber. 
but I now know every meal I'm eating is fiber. It's very fibrous. It is. Um, no, I'm I'm super appreciative that obviously he let me move in and kind of take over his kitchen and and uh, live in his extra bedroom. Okay, so real quick, so your your ex when he came over and he was needing help with his truck, he asked me. Uh, or he made a statement because I was like, man, I don't know where anything else is in here. And he goes, uh, what do you mean you don't know? This is your kitchen. I was like, dude, no, no, no. I own the apartment. This is not my kitchen. <laughs> he he did. He just straight up just got up and laughed out the door. <laughs> so 100%, every single one of my exes can attest to this, whether you're listening or not. The kitchen is my happy place. The kitchen is where I spend most of my time. And in my defense, you're never home. So in my defense, I don't want to be in there anyways. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> it has worked so well. Nick, it was so cute. He came back and he's like, it took him a good, like two days to ask me if I would just cook food for him. <laughs> he's yeah. like, can I, um, so what's your meal plan? How much food? And finally he was like, can I just give you money to buy groceries to make us both food? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. He goes, great awesome. this is awesome he like wipes the sweat off his brows yeah. i'm hysterically laughing but it's worked out so well because you've gotten a chance to obviously eat a little more nutritious just because it's been made for you and i love to cook and so my love language with romantic relationships with my friends with my family is by cooking for others so it's been super rewarding for me to like get to share meals with someone again that did not look oh, safe oh, that's not oh, safe no. is it <laughs> Oh, that's gonna fall off. Oh boy. That was the whole entire exhaust was on the ground. Wow. So, do you want to know a story? Uh, oh my god. Did you drop something? So, I. It was winter, and I was going to school at Eastern. I had been home with my parents. And I was leaving back to go to college. Well, oh, this, I went, was, this was a while ago. Oh, this was a while ago. Yeah. And I was in my little Ford Taurus. And I drove to my friend Chantel's house. Well, I had to back out of her driveway and I hit a, I hit a snowbank with the back of my car. And I did not get out of my car to see what happened. Well, I, in fact, drove all the way from the outskirts, the look, from the outskirts of Colville to Cheney, Washington with my exhaust pipe barely hanging on, dragging on the ground. I got to Eastern and I was like, oh no, this doesn't look good. I don't think it's supposed to be like this. It was like a little stoop. Maybe I gotta go through the radiator. <laughs> that's, that's what your first question should be. <laughs> oh my god. So I called my uncle and I, I sent him a picture and I was like, this doesn't look good. He goes, what the fuck happened? And I was like, I hit a snowbank. He's like, where? And I was like, in Colville? Yeah. Needless to say, he helped me uh, get it back on, but... Yeah. We'll just take some bolts. Yeah. That's a long drive, though, to have that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, uh, on long, the ground. How long of a drive is that? Uh, like two hours. You didn't hear any. <laughs> you know, I I'm not gonna lie. I did it. I just didn't know what it was. Oh, that's <laughs> turn the volume up. That's what that is. <laughs> I 100. I 100 yeah. was like, well, I kind of hear something, but like, I'm sure it's fine. Look, don't do that when <laughs> no, you and your friend are on the road. I'm not proud. <laughs> handle mechanical difficulties but i'm here to live live and tell about it at least wrap some <laughs> okay bro <laughs> something 
<laughs> well, I didn't fully know what was wrong. That's why you don't just turn the volume up. Man, my car is really making some weird noises. <laughs> Usually, that's why you hear you see people in movies. They like turn the volume down. And they're like, "What's that noise?" And then they're like, "Oh my god, it's aliens!" No, it's your fucking exhaust. <laughs> I will say that guys that we just passed looked way worse than mine looked. That's true. Yeah, that was that was quite I'm his bad. <laughs> I did. I swear. I swear. But I will never forget it. I was really, I was really nervous. <clears throat> and I was so scared my dad was going to be mad at me. Oh, man. I'm sure he laughed. Uh, he was pissed that I didn't stop before Cheney, but, and then I had to drive to Spokane and he's like, good God. <laughs> yeah. But needless to say, again, I'm here to live and tell about it. Yeah, so, right. yeah. It's crazy. At least it's not as bad as when I concreted my tires. What? Yeah, uh, it was senior day or something. I got my truck stuck on the beach. Oh. And I drove home, and then, <coughs> Excuse me. a week later, I was like, man, I can't turn my tires. And so I got out and looked, and I was like, oh, the sand and water solidified oh. the concrete. Oh, so, that's a thing? Yeah. Oh. So I had to sit under there for two hours with a hammer. Hitting my wheel well and getting all the sand out from out of everything. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I was I, I was, <coughs> I was pissed because I had to be under there. My dad was kicking my ass while I was doing it the whole time. Yeah, he was pissed because <laughs> it wasn't my truck. <laughs> oh yikes! Yeah, no bueno. That's not good. Yeah. Okay, here's a question: Were you voted anything uh, in your senior yearbook? Like most likely to succeed. Worst driver, most athletic, you know, those types of things? Um, I would, me and Joey were tied for strongest. Joey uh, Schweitzer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me and him were tied for strongest uh, male student. Hmm. I got the most athletic and the worst driver for females. Well, that's true, because I always fuck my bowl every time you have a driver. Um... Fucking asshole. What? I drive great! I'm. What is that? How's, how's that quote? What I've been thinking funny before? I'm not oh. complicated or whatever. Yeah, I'm chill. Nah, I'm chill. I'm chill. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> Harry, I took care of it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, That's pretty good that you're considered the athletic one. Well, here's what's so funny, too, is like. So it was me and Colton Thompson who got most, I don't know if it was most athletic or like buffest. Maybe it was called the buffest. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Buffest. <clears throat> yeah. buffest. Okay. So it was buffest. And like, I think it was cause I was the only female that lifted weights with the guys in the morning, which is sense. so dope. But <laughs> what I'm doing now for my job in, in fitness and coaching, I had no idea that I wanted to do then. And so I think what's so cool to me is just coming full circle and oh, yeah. being like, wow, like this has kind of been in the making since then, and I had no fucking idea. So <clears throat> that's by far the coolest part, in my opinion. Do you look back and be like, man, I was so in shape, or oh, man. Oh my, no, I look back and I am so embarrassed. I'm like, good God. <laughs> I was the buffest. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, I was the thickest female that dressed like a fucking lesbian with her bag ass basketball shorts well, and her fair, headbands. To be fair, you were a lesbian. 
Yeah, and boys' tank tops that were too big for me. You know what's so funny slash not funny is my mom used to tell me, Kylie, don't leave the house looking like that. You look ridiculous. And I was like, shut up. I look fine. And now I look back at pictures. I'm like, mother, why the fuck did you let me leave the house looking like this? And she's like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, the, the good old I told, I told you. you so. Yeah, I told you so. And so, yeah. But, I mean, all around, how would you say your high school experience was? Oh, I loved it. All of it. All, all the, trust me. Uh, there's some, there's some fucked up stories of me. And I'm sure somebody can tell that I was a jackass or I really shouldn't be okay with that story. But honestly, it's experience. Like, yeah. I was, I was a dumb kid. Um, all the bad stuff I do definitely regret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, the thing is, is like, if anybody is listening, I'm sure that knows me. Uh, if I, if I did something wrong to you, I apologize. <laughs> um, I definitely, uh, I don't like to try to be a dick. Uh, so, I don't know. I had, I really liked everything about high school. Um, but it was just one of those things, like, as, it, as you're there in that moment, you're like, ah, oh, this all sucks. Yeah. I have to agree. Like, I would say for the most part, I enjoyed high school. However, if I could ever go back and do anything different, I would actually go enjoy high school. Like, I worked, <clears throat> I was, you know, a student, or a student, I was high on the academic roster, I did sports, I did extracurriculars, but I didn't go out and party. <clears throat> I didn't go out and mingle. I didn't, like, do a lot of the things that high school kids do, you know what I mean? Like, I went through the motions of being a perfect student and having extracurriculars because I truly believed that that would get me a full-ride college scholarship, and in all honesty, like, that's so unrealistic. In, so that's so crazy you say that. So I was, I was not on the high academic. <laughs> I, I don't even know what my GPA was, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> and I was hoping I was like, you know, what? I don't need to go in the military. I can go to college. And then I graduated and saw my GPA. I was like, I cannot go to college. <laughs> getting a scholarship for football or something. Mm -hmm. That's why I went to Australia. Yeah. And that didn't work. They're like, no, you're too short. Oh. Great. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's why I went to military, but. I partied, um, I worked hard, but it was on the farms. It mm -hmm. was always bucking hay or yeah. uh, building a house or destruction of houses. The North stuff, Pacific Northwest jobs. Yeah, just the simple, you hire the a kid. hard working yeah, jobs. Yeah, you just hire a kid for hard work. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, me and my buddies would always do that stuff, you know, we winters we'd go out and shovel for hours yeah <laughs> and then we'd go spend our money on beer yeah <laughs> and like, and, uh, you know well i was i looked old enough to <laughs> do that so uh, if there are any kids don't do that that's very yeah, wrong don't do that <laughs> you need to make sure that you See, but like, that's kind of one of those things, like, I didn't, you know, I, you don't get me wrong, I partied with adults, but like, I, I do, and I would say that I missed out on some things in regards to high school, but overall, I think being from a small town and having such a badass community was super awesome. I think we were really lucky to go to school where we went to school with the teachers, like, it's crazy to me, at least, again, argue this if, if you don't agree, but... We didn't call our teacher Mr. and Mrs. Baba. It was just their last name. Hell, sometimes it was their first name. 
Yeah, and we were just, it was, and it was so cool. And I'm realizing more and more through meeting people from across the U.S. who have gone to school at different times, like that's not normal. Really? You know, no, having those conversations being like, okay, huh. like with my ex, we talked about this. We're friends with our teachers on Facebook. You know what I mean? They check yeah. in on us. We check in on them. That is not normal for a lot of people. So I feel That's like... a very small town feel though. Yeah. Like... We were so blessed at the end of the day. We had awesome fucking coaches. We had really good teachers. Teachers that actually knew shit. Yeah. Who cared. <laughs> who like, presented us opportunities and who like gave us a chance to be us. Like I came out as a lesbian and I, I say this loosely because clearly I'm, I'm not a lesbian. Uh, I would argue <laughs> that I'm, if anything, bisexual, but I go primarily for guys. I, I err on the side of straight. But like I had teachers who treated me no different and I get that they are not supposed to treat you different. But that shit does happen and like no one gave a fuck. You know what I mean? Like everyone was so chill and I don't know, know, I just loved it. On another note of that, we I feel like the school thought there was a lot more bullying going on. Oh, and the dude And there really was. There was no I never ever saw it. I okay, I agree. Because we had football like the entire football team would always stop any of that stuff we'd ever mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. I may regret some stuff that I did because I was a drunk fool. <laughs> um you know, okay, stuff, we all but, took vodka to school in water bottles. You're not alone. Yeah, but like <laughs> in real, but in reality, I felt like I was never uh, one of those like a mean, like this essential mean jock guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think we had a lot of those at all, though. No, I felt I Across thought we were all board. pretty. Yeah. Level-headed kids. No, I agree, and I just again, I think that's a small town feel. I think we were all just really dope fucking humans. Um, and we were, like I said, we were lucky to go to school where we did with the people that we, that we knew. Definitely. All right, guys, we are to our destination. I'm actually shocked that we, well, I'm not that shocked that we talked the whole time, but that was fun. I think we got a lot of stuff kind of discussed and talked about. And like I said, we just, we, we go off one another. Super dope. Would you like to leave the podcast with anything? Any last thoughts? Oh, last thoughts. Um... Uh, for everything that's going on uh, with COVID and everything, do what the heck you want. Like, don't Let's let go live your life. Yeah, don't let anybody else just tell you like you have. Like, obviously, to make sure that you continually have a life, go to work, listen to your bosses and all that. But outside of work, you're your own person. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, make sure it's known and make sure you surround yourself by the people that care about that. Yeah. And have the same opinions. And then you won't feel so alone on that stuff. I love that. And, you know, I have some upcoming things that haven't fully been shared yet. I'll share soon. But I can can second exactly what Nick just said. Go live your life. This is such an unknown time still. We don't know what the next two, three years are going to look like for our country. Surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals. And go live your motherfucking life. Do not be held back by fear. Like he said, work, be an upstanding member of society, but go be you. Yeah, definitely. And have a good time with it. All right, guys, if you like the podcast, leave me a comment, review, whatever the hell you do. I really don't know. I don't even know where to see that stuff. Honestly, <laughs> just hit me up on Instagram. Tell me what you want me to talk about next, what you want to hear. Yes, Lily, we are here. I understand. I hear you and your concern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so dope to talk with you guys. I had a great time. Until next time, fam.